0: Welcome to Uncontained, episode 57. I'm your host, Aaron Static-Render, and on the show today, I have SF-based comic, or San Francisco-based comic, Keith D'Souza, also known as Keith D or Keith Dirty. Yes, he's uh, a stand-up comic. He uh, is co-creator of the Dr. Fart comic book and founder of... The TED Talks. Drunken Ted Talks, essentially. And, uh... Yeah, you get people up there. Mainly comedians, sometimes experts, and talk on a subject. I believe his was on income tax and how it's a messed up, corrupt system. But, uh... He's a very funny dude. He's actually gotten a shout-out on Doug Stanhope's podcast, episode 41. He just straight-up says he was with D'Souza, and he's a funny dude. Check it out. And uh, if you listen to Doug Stanhope's podcast, just uh, leave a message saying that you came over from the podcast uncontained. Hashtag it, live uncontained. So he knows you were there. He knows you were there from here. And if you really want to support the show, please make Make sure you're stopping by my Facebook page. Stopping by and leaving a comment, rating, and review, subscribing, and sharing. I know it sounds like a lot, but it only takes a minute on your favorite pod player. And if you really want to financially help the show, well, there's the Amazon banner at the top of the page. I'll stop begging and get on with the show with this week's guest, Keith D'Souza, the co-creator of Fartman, Wasted Talks, and also his own podcast, Road Rage, with Keith D, right here on Uncontained. Keith, welcome to Uncontained. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing good. Thanks for having me here.
0: Yeah, dude. Thanks for coming on. I uh, I put out a post on Facebook, and you responded relatively quickly and sent me a a video of your standup. And uh, yeah, I definitely had a few uh, laugh out loud moments on Bart as I was riding to work in the morning. And oh, uh, people, I, I I think I caught a couple of people's eyes just laughing to myself, like you know you do on Bart sometimes. But uh, do you want to tell uh, my audience just a little bit about yourself, maybe how you got into stand-up before we uh, get, get rolling here?
1: Oh, yeah, sure. So um, I've been doing stand-up comedy in San Francisco for about seven years, and that's uh, about when I started. I moved here from the Chicagoland area uh, where I did a little bit of stand-up, but um, I was in the suburbs. It was kind of hard to get to the city after working my shitty nine-to-five job and then um, I moved to San Francisco and just uh, started hitting the open mics every day and um, seven years later uh, still doing that in some form
0: okay great so what made you decide to move to San Francisco from Chicago
1: okay uh, so I fucking hate the Midwest. I hate the Cook County police. Uh, I'm a weed smoker, and if you live in Illinois or all those surrounding states, uh, they treat you like a criminal for something you do every day. So at some point I was like, fuck this. I'm not paying taxes to this shithole of a state anymore. Moving to California. and uh, (laughs) My plan was to... um, just live out of my van. I, I had a minivan with a mattress in the back at the time and just live out of my van, working on an organic farm and uh, in Southern California. And then I figured I'd do the open mics around there on Santa Barbara. And uh, I, the way I was going to get to California, I was going to follow around the punk band, the punk rock band, no effects. Okay. <laughs> from uh show from, from their show in Milwaukee. All the way to their California show. And then I just work on that organic farm. Um, which is a, was a retarded plan because I, I hate manual labor. <laughs> you know, I, I, I hate manual labor. I suck at it. I hate it. And then, uh, so after the Milwaukee No Effect show, uh, I could have just slept in my van. Remember, I said I had a mattress in the back there. But instead, I, I decided I'll, I'll drive back to my parents' house and illinois and, and sleep over there one last time before i hit the next show uh, and on my way back i got a DUI, and uh i had to sell my van i lost my license I had to sell my van to pay for all the lawyer fees and all oh, that man. shit so yeah and then and so now i'm stuck back at my parents house in illinois i'm like well i i don't have a, a license so i need to live in you know a place with great public transportation like, uh, I narrowed down, New York, Chicago, or San Francisco. And like I said, I wanted to live in California anyway. San Francisco is a pretty easy choice because all my favorite bands are from the Bay Area, you know, all my favorite punk bands and the Grateful Dead and all that stuff. So uh, I was like, all right, Bay Area. And uh, it was the best decision I ever made. Uh, it, even though I, it was just kind of like real, you know, seat of the pants decision there.
0: Okay, cool. So you had to overcome a few roadblocks to get out here, but uh, and didn't quite go as planned.
1: But I I call them DUI checkpoints.
0: <laughs> DUI check. Yeah, those those definitely. So I'm originally from the Midwest myself as well. I'm from Iowa. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Hey,
1: I'm sorry. Hey, at least we immigrated, right? Exactly. We have We're... to the better part yes. of the country.
0: I call it like manifest destiny, right? That's what it was back in the day, like uh, the uh, oh. yeah, Oregon gotta... Trail days or some shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Except I didn't get cholera this time. Yeah, die of the...
0: scurvy on the way out. I know that's more. I don't of a know pirate if you get thing. this.
1: If you, if you ever uh, go back to, to, do you ever go visit Iowa? and Occasionally. Like, do you ever see your old like friends who never escaped?
0: Yeah, most of my friends though, they're like in like bands and stuff, so they're still doing something. You oh, know?
1: Okay. Okay.
0: But but go ahead, continue okay. on with what you were saying.
1: Well, I I don't know. My my friends aren't that cool. So, like, uh, but like my best friend growing up is now a janitor. Oh man! At the high school we used to go to, not just a janitor. It's like a the janitor at the high school we we go to. You know. Yeah, that's
0: rough at the high school that you went to. You know, like I'm never getting out of this place. And you were right as a kid. And
1: and that wasn't even the sad. The sad part is all my other buddies thought it was a really good job. They were all stoked, so oh, that's, wow. the, that's really the sad the It was like, oh, you get full-time benefits, pension plan. Yeah,
0: you know yeah, I, I definitely didn't want to be trapped in that. I didn't want to, yeah. So in that part, if you're going to be a janitor, you might as well be a janitor somewhere where it doesn't get cold.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you, be, you know, don't be a janitor at your old high school. You, like, go to community college. Be a janitor there. Live a little. You
0: know a Go to yeah, higher work education. Yeah, up.
1: Uh, <laughs> state school, maybe even university janitor.
0: Go, go be a janitor at Harvard. At least it'll sound cool. Yeah, I go to Harvard for work. What are you, professor? Yeah. No, I am a oh, master dude. of the custodial arts.
1: <laughs> like Matt Damon in the Good Will Hunting movie, you know? You could be that guy. There you Solving go. Solving math problems on a fucking chalkboard. <laughs>
0: Something like that, yeah. At least, at least get out of your old high school, man. But yeah. you know, some people, whatever, whatever makes them happy, I guess.
1: Yeah, no, I, I don't know if that's making them happy, but you know, I, I he could like, be. I have thirteen dollars in my bank account, so who am I? To, I don't have benefits or a pension plan, so yeah, true, <laughs> I'm true. To by the, to, uh, to, you know, judge.
0: He could be like Matthew McConaughey and Dazed and Confused, so he's like, I love high school girls. I get older <laughs> and they sit the same age. <laughs>
1: uh, I hope not.
0: But, but, but he should at least do that in college, you know, because then it's legal.
1: But... Right.
0: <laughs> high school, that, that's just damn creepy. That line was funny in the movie, but, yeah, in real life, that'd be sad. How do we transition from this to wherever the hell we're going? Let's, uh... <laughs> Let's uh, jump to your podcast, uh, Rage Prison. You know, Road Rage oh, Podcast. Right. Well, Tell me a little bit about your uh, podcast, Keith.
1: Yeah, it's not on Stitcher yet. If you have an Android, uh, I'm gonna I'm working on getting it on Android um, right after the, this. So by the time this comes out, it'll be on Stitcher. But uh, well, unless this is going live right now, is this?
0: No, no, this is not live.
1: Okay, okay, okay. So uh, yeah, by the time this comes out, it'll be on Stitcher, hopefully. Um, but it's called Road Rage with Keith D. If you Google Road Rage Keith D, um, you, you'll see it. It's like the first thing that comes up, uh, if that's what you Google. Road Rage K-E-I-T-H-D. Yeah. And then that's, I got four episodes on there. It's, uh, basically when I'm on the road, uh, shit happens to me. I get upset about it. And then, uh, I, I put it in, uh, the story into a podcast and it's like cathartic to me, you know, it's I helps me put my rage in a constructive place, and uh, it's pretty funny. I, a lot of people think it's funny, so.
0: Okay, so it's stories from you out on the road doing stand up.
1: E- yeah, um, so it, it's not like there's not a lot of like my stand up on there, but it's like the in between, you know, the bullshit that goes down. One time, one episode, my my we're we're driving to Colorado, and my buddy Luke Lockfeld is also a comedian, great comedian in San Francisco. <laughs> Uh, he gets arrested in Wyoming, and uh, the whole episode is about that, you know. And then, you know, we talk about inner you know, talk about it once he get once I bail him out, you know, and he has a lot of stuff to say. And then, uh, yeah, so you know, it's like that. Uh, and there's there's other episodes, and uh, they-, they all kind of have a story, you know. It it kind of tells a story by the end of each episode. That's what I sort of try to.
0: Okay. All right. Cool, man. So. Uh, what? Uh, how long have you been doing your podcast for?
1: So um, I guess I've been recording over the course of a year, but uh, the, the four episodes uh, had come out in about three months. So I think October, November was the last time I released it because I haven't uh, really gone on the road since then. Um, so... But but there there'll be some some road trips in the future and new episodes coming out. But in the meantime, there's four four. I think they're good quality episodes.
0: Okay, cool. And uh, do you ever have guests on, or would you have guests on talking about their road stories? Or Tot-
1: yeah, totally. So the the way uh, so you know I, like I said before, I had Luke Lockfeld on um, the episode where he got arrested. Uh, so the way it works out is if I'm traveling with somebody uh, going on a road trip then that's a perfect opportunity t- to have a guest on the podcast, you know? Um, but a lot of it is just me kind of, uh, uh kind of working through uh, whatever rage issues I'm, uh, having in these other places. Uh, like the Portland episode, I just kept getting fucked over. Um, just, I don't know, like five or six times. I like got just fucked over in a row. And, uh, you know, I just kind of worked my way through that just by myself. And, uh, Oh, and then uh, I I do some undercover uh, action podcasting, what I call it, where, so this lady uh, in Portland uh, slighted me at this gas station, basically um, d- put my money on the wrong pump and then tried to pass it off like it was my fault, you know, <laughs> and then, uh, so then I go back into the gas station while recording the podcast um, on the down low, and um, I... I, you know I basically like demand an apology and we kind of have a, a conversation about well you know and you know kind of come to uh, uh, some closure I find some closure in that so uh,
0: okay interesting
1: yeah so there's things like that um but yeah you know if if I ever go on the road with anybody uh, I'd love to get them on my podcast.
0: Yeah, that, that'd be really cool. Uh, and you know, even some comedians that, you know, maybe you could just have them come on too, but I'm not telling you how to run your podcast. It's your podcast, man. Uh, but, right. uh...
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I, um, I had planned a road, a road, uh, trip with, you know, do a bunch of comedy shows and different towns nearing, you know, however miles away from each other. But, uh, with, uh, I'm not gonna say the name because I this isn't confirmed anymore. But um, in the future, there might be a chance that I could be doing some uh, uh, some really good uh, recording with a really good comic, who's a good old friend of mine and stuff. So and he has TV credits now. So
0: okay, well that's always that's always nice to get under your belt a little TV credit, and you know just by being associated with him, hopefully you know something will come of that for you. I was uh, looking at uh, some of the credentials you said. His
1: coattails. I'm going to ride his coattails to Hollywood, baby. <laughs>
0: exactly. Why not, man, right? Everybody I'll else does it.
1: Shout, I'll give him a shout-out. at David Borey. You know, you, you probably, I don't know if you heard of him, but uh, he's killing it right now. Um, uh, hopefully, I'll do some road dates with him in the future and get him on my podcast.
0: That, that'd be great, man. Uh, I was looking at some of your own credentials, which, you know, speaking of writing his coattails, you, you you don't necessarily have to do it. You've done, like, SF Sketchfest three times. You've been uh, – was it Doug Stanhope's uh, podcast that you've been on?
1: Oh, I, he mentioned me on his podcast. I haven't actually uh, been on his podcast. I've been in the Roomberg Records' his podcast. <laughs> oh, really? I've, uh, yeah, I've been at his house. Uh, I've been to his house, but uh, – I have haven't been actually on his podcast, but he gives me a shout out in one of the episodes uh, after I featured for him in San Jose. He uh, he he gave me a shout out um, on his podcast, which is really cool. Awesome,
0: man! Awesome. And uh, what episode was that in? So, if people want, did he just give you a shout out, or did he like say stuff about you?
1: uh, It's the Doug Stanhope podcast episode forty one. If you want to listen to it, uh, he mentions it. uh, I'm not sure at what
0: point okay well I don't need an exact minute mark but uh, if you want to
1: if you want to check it out and i'm sure yeah, doug's yeah.
0: doug's uh podcast although i haven't had a chance to listen to it yet is because i didn't know he had one out um uh, i'm sure it's amusing because i love his stand-up so
1: yeah you know he just records it at his house in bisbee arizona in his bar he's got like a fully stocked bar best home bar i've ever seen in my life and uh it, yeah he just you know records the podcast there and uh i i like i've listened to the podcast for years now
0: perfect i i'll definitely have to check that out um now you've been doing a show I, I kind of misread the name of it but it's uh wasted talks
1: yeah wasted talks um basically the concept it's like uh ted talks except we get all the speakers shit-faced so um mostly i, I can only get comics i get mostly comics on the show who will you know make a presentation powerpoint or you know keynote or whatever presentation about a topic that they are an expert on quote i, I you know use air quotes to say expert there because <laughs> you know fucking comics but I, I have got an actual scientist i, I got a, a nasa scientist on a show one time and she did a fucking incredible presentation showed like images that like nobody outside of nasa has seen and like um i got a, a an astrophysics uh, guy on the last show so, um, yeah, I'm working on getting some real scientists on the show, um, you know, just getting drunk and talking about the stuff that they're experts in. But um, uh, mostly I get comics on the show, and it's, it's, fun, it's a fun show, you know. It's um, every fourth uh, – hold on, let me just double-check. Yeah, every fourth Saturday at Piano Fight in the Tenderloin, San Francisco.
0: Okay, um, cool.
1: I'll have to uh, – every fourth what? Fourth Saturday, so the fourth Saturday Saturday of every month. Okay, at at piano fight, um, at nine thirty, in the main room. With TED Talks,
0: and are these are these on like film to put on uh, on YouTube or anything where people can check them out, or is it just you have to be there?
1: Um, Yeah, I'm actually we're we're working on uh, a YouTube channel. There, we do have a YouTube channel actually. Um, Let me see what I have to Google. YouTube Wasted Talks. Um, if you Google that, you'll see the channel and we have a couple of... Uh, yeah, so uh, we have a couple of uh, the, the presentations on there um, and we have a whole show on there but that's... Yeah, I don't you want to watch that.
0: But, um, right, we'll have to check that out. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the philosophy of uh, drunken history where they have the historians right. just in shit-faced right. and have the, like, video of the historical event going on saying what they're saying but yeah that's i definitely would be interested in watching that sounds like a good time man
1: Uh, oh yeah thanks man have
0: you done one yourself
1: yeah yeah so i I did one called income taxes whack that one's on the internet um but it's like 30 minutes long where i'm talking about how the federal reserve is a private bank and uh um income tax is uh illegal tax that uh There's no written law saying you have to pay it, but uh, yeah, so I got like a 30-minute presentation on that (laughs) (laughs) where I'm just like blacked out, but uh, it's it's a good time. At one point, a bunch of people leave, and you might think it's because I'm bombing, but it's it actually there was some guy, some audience member. Who just puked in the back?
0: Oh man!
1: So then a bunch of people just left because you know there's the, the guy just puked, and uh,
0: and that's only fitting yeah. for wasted talks.
1: Yeah, that's the kind of audience we get at wasted talks. <laughs> 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 Such a degenerate drunks.
0: Right, <laughs> that's huh. a good
1: time, man. And that, that people don't puke every show. That that was like a one time thing, you know. <laughs>
0: All right, all right. And I didn't know if there was like a prize for the first person in the audience that threw up or something, but <laughs> like you get a clean shirt. Uh, you get a
1: beer, you got another drink. Yeah, there you, <laughs> you go. Have, you made uh, some room for it. <laughs> so, uh, you also
0: you you got your fingers in a few pieces of pie. You got the podcast, you got your stand up and wasted talks, and you also do a comic book called Dr. Fart
1: yeah, yeah, Dr. Fart, uh, I do that with Connor Marshall, and we get a couple of different people uh, doing the art on it, um, and it's, it's fucking great, man, I'm having a great time doing it, we uh, have five issues, or the fifth issue is going to be coming out in like a week or something, and uh, yeah, um, if you want a copy of that, I guess you could just email drfartcomic at gmail.com, or you could just email me personally, keithd33 at gmail.com but uh yeah
0: alright perfect I'll have to get those in the show notes uh, tell us a little bit about Dr. Fart what does he do is he a superhero or with extreme yeah. flatulence yeah or? um
1: so Dr. Fart is uh he's a graffiti artist and he tags Dr. Fart around town and uh yeah he, he can fart he, he has some real powers with his farting um in the second series <laughs> actually uh we're going to explore more uh I, I'm actually really can't wait for the second series which we have a lot of it written but uh you know obviously it hasn't been started to draw yet but uh he's going to be able to fart so hard it his fart can rip a hole in the fabric of space time and then he can like time travel and stuff so that's what we're going to be doing in the second series but uh, <laughs> yeah, he has, fart po- he has fart powers in uh, the, the first series. Um, he, he can propel himself on a skateboard, farting, you know, fart board. Uh, how did he get
0: these super fart powers?
1: Um, We kind of explained that a little bit in the first issue, which is the, also the worst issue because we were just figuring out how to make a comic book and yeah. it, the art isn't very good, but it, it, gets, it gets better from the first issue, like the second fourth and fifth issue are my favorites um but uh yeah so he, uh he, you gotta read the the first issue to see his origin story all right but, um it, it, yeah it's it's kind of like that show lost where you, you find out more and more as the the series goes on but also raises more questions
0: did he get like in a refried bean accident or something like that, or like a refried bean <laughs> spill, and like through that he got his superpowers?
1: You know, a lot of it is based on what he eats, and um, well, we're gonna find out. this is more of third series revelations where, um, so each series is five-ish comic book issues, but uh, in the third series, it's revealed that his whole like, uh, gastro, entomology is different, uh, almost alien. And it can harness a lot of power. His asshole can harness a lot of power.
0: (laughs) All right, man. That'll be uh, intense to find out. Uh, (laughs) And you should make the comic book scratch and sniff. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't have that kind of technology yet eventually
0: but, maybe that's eventually, se- maybe yeah, that okay. series like eight
1: that's why, that's why we need some funding for this shit
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you have a gofundme page for it or
1: no that's the fucking online begging i, I don't do that shit i no offense if you do that but
0: no uh, no that's fine like the the crowdsourcing or whatever is.
1: yeah i, I don't know i don't No, we don't do that if you want to buy the comic book we'll just sell you we sell it a dollar an issue so if you want the whole first series five issues five bucks for five comic books but yeah we're not we're not gonna be begging our friends for money online that's uh i, I don't want to do that
0: yeah yeah i hear you i hear you you know I, or if you did you could at least have a picture of you with like a paper cup or like a styrofoam cup and like with a profile <laughs> picture of it like a
1: little hobo hat <laughs>
0: exactly exactly <laughs> We'll draw comics for food. So, um, what what events do you have going on now? Anything uh, coming up?
1: Um, well, I, I don't know what when this is going to be out, but tomorrow President's Day, we got a a special wasted talks at Doc's Lab. Um, we're calling it "Not My President's Day" special <laughs> because you know the political climate right now. Yeah, Although uh, we haven't sold any tickets for that yet. I don't think so. But usually for the piano fight shows that they, they like get close to selling out, if not sell out. So uh, you, you know, you, you guys should definitely come to the piano regular piano fight shows. But this uh, tomorrow we got the President's Day special where it's only like seven dollar tickets. But uh, I don't know, you know, it's a Monday and stuff, so yeah, we can sell
0: them. It's like <laughs> the equivalent of Sunday, but uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, you got a lot more sales at the door this will come out after the fact right by, um, well then
1: yeah well and that show fucking so it's fucking sold out dude that's yeah, right all my shows do incredible <laughs> it's the i best. heard they were actually best.
0: talking about impeaching trump after it
1: <laughs> <laughs> my, shows, my, my shows are tremendous okay my shows are the best shows you'll ever see they're huge
0: they're huge
1: my, my shows are bigly all right they're bigly the they the least racist shows you ever see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, it kind it, of it, like. Uh, I, you said he's it the least racist. Like East Cinco de Mayo. Course. It was like Cinco de Mayo, like last year during, during the. Uh, presidential campaigns and stuff like that and uh trump like tweeted a photo of him eating a taco salad at uh trump towers it was like the best taco salads at trump towers the best taco salad happy cinco de mayo or something like that i was like yeah that's not racist at all um but
1: he said something else too that was like border
0: (laughs) yeah 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 it's like But I think there was something involving, actually, Mexicans working there in the tweet. And I was like, oh, man, you just don't get it, do you?
1: (laughs) I I don't get how that guy could be president. It's ridiculous. It's embarrassing. It It,
0: it is embarrassing. And it shows how unlikable Hillary Hillary Clinton is, you know, to lose to Trump.
1: totally fucked over the country. And then she's talking about uh, running again in 2020. It's like, just... You never won a fucking election in your life. You won one goddamn election in New York. That's not how the country votes, all right? Just because your fucking husband was president doesn't make you qualified to win elections, all right? Yeah, you might yeah. be. You might have the experience necessary. You, sure, you were. You, you probably have all the experience necessary to be a good leader, but you, you're not good at fucking campaigning, and that's a big part of winning presidency. You know,
0: yeah, it, she may have called all the shots while Bill was in office, but she has come on, zero you really charisma. That's is
1: happening? You really think No, she's not really, all but it, it's hey, kind of funny. All right? I mean, I'm going to probably take key for saying this, but basically you slept your way to the top, and now you expect people to vote for you? Like, you were married to a president. That's how you got there, all right? Like, you didn't win those elections.
0: Oh, the Feminazis are going to be after you, my friend.
1: <laughs> I just think, uh, I, I, no, I, I guess that's unfair. You're in San Francisco.
0: No, You're supposed to be guess, politically correct. That's
1: a little unfair. She didn't sleep her way to the top. She was a qualified lawyer and all that shit. All I'm saying is she can't win elections. So fucking get out of here. You know, she fucked over the country in 20, this year. She's going to, she's talking about running again in 2020. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Hopefully, hopefully, like Obama. Bill
0: talks her out of it.
1: God.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know, And they're know, fucking man. blaming uh, Russia. Just... That,
1: that's the fucking thing that really... Uh, that It's like you can't admit that you ran a piss-poor campaign, you didn't campaign in Wisconsin, you didn't do all this shit to make people believe in you, but now you're going to sit back and blame Russia for the whole fucking thing? It's like, what did Russia leak? Really, what did Russia leak? Fucking like emails nobody read? Uh, what, that they, the DNC fucked over Bernie Sanders? That's what they leaked? Well... They shouldn't have fucked over Bernie Sanders. It's like nobody's talking about what, what, like, why people were pissed. They're talking about, oh, Russians leaked it. It's like, yeah, well, you guys fucked over a candidate who a bunch of people supported, who, who don't normally support your party.
0: Yeah, and yeah, so that that completely sucked. I, I still think Bernie Sanders had a chance of beating Trump, but...
1: Well, we'll never fucking know, because... Uh, it's not just Hillary Clinton, it's the whole DNC. I mean, they're all fucking money-grubbing assholes, and they don't really give a shit about the country.
0: Very true, very true.
1: <laughs> you don't actually get feminazis listening to this show, do you? Probably not, no. I doubt <laughs> it. I
0: probably would have scared them away. Um, but <laughs> my mom listens. She's kind of a feminist, but not a feminazi. She, she understands that I'm politically incorrect a lot of the time, so... <laughs>
1: I didn't mean Hillary Clinton slept her way to the top. All I meant is she's never really won an election before.
0: I know, man. I know. It's all good. I'm not I'm not too worried about it. And if, you know, this does go viral because of that, I'm fine with it.
1: I'll, t- I'll stand
0: behind you for your right to say what you want to say.
1: Yeah, me too. They'll kick me off Twitter like they did Milo. Have <laughs> real key thirty.
0: All right, man. So, um you've been doing stand-up comedy for about 7 years now, you say? Yeah. 7 yeah. or 8. What would be some advice that you have to somebody either getting started out or looking to take the uh next step in stand-up comedy?
1: The next step in like Like
0: wherever it. they're from, like what would like what would be something that, you know, might help them out? Just a word of advice that Just
1: get on stage. Just fucking get on stage. That's really all it is, you know. You just get on stage as much as you can, and um, even if you don't feel like it, just force yourself to fucking get on stage. And you know, it's fun, right? Like, if you're doing it, it's because you like it. You're not getting any money, you know. That's not why you're doing it. So just fucking just keep doing it, and uh, don't be afraid to do new shit, you know, because that's the funnest part is getting a laugh on new shit.
0: Okay, all right. And uh, how do you go about uh, promoting yourself, Keith?
1: Um, very badly. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, uh, so, you know, my uh, Wasted Talk show, the, the venue does a lot of promotion for that, um, puts it on the various websites and, and whatnot. Um, but uh, my other stuff, I, I tried. you know, I, I go on shows like this to promote my podcast. Uh, I, uh, I, I just try to like create stuff that I think is good quality. and um, I hope that hopefully just the quality will uh, speak for itself and you know people will be interested in that. And also I think having a good name, I think is pretty important to whatever. Like, you know, the, my comic book called Dr. Fart, that's a pretty funny fucking name. Um, yeah, wasted talks. I, I feel like the name alone sells tickets for that show. So, uh, so you know, I, I think having a good name for the, your projects is pretty important. And then, uh, yeah, yeah I, I don't know.
0: what do you think makes a good name? Just something catchy and ear grabbing, or
1: yeah, um, what makes a good name? Um, I, I feel like you just know it when you see when you hear a good name. You know, like like I don't know, Grateful Dead. You know, that's, like, the perfect name for, for that band. Like, uh, I don't know, man. I, I feel like you just know a good name. Like, uh, yeah, it's got it's, like, catchy. It, it makes people think, you know? It makes people think. Okay. And it's not too long. It's not too much of a mouthful, you know?
0: Gotcha, gotcha. So short, sweet, and yeah. makes people think pretty much, if I'm not getting you wrong?
1: I think so. I mean, that that's how I, I like to do it but yeah i come from punk rock i like a lot of punk rock stuff so maybe that's why i'm biased towards that kind of short sweet stuff but uh
0: yeah do you find uh the punk rock influence like moving into your uh stand-up like would somebody notice like this guy's kind of a punk rock comedian
1: (laughs) i think so um at least uh, maybe less and less as i get older now but um there was a time a few years ago where I, you know I was getting you know pretty drunk before a lot of my shows and uh, that, that's a pretty punk rock thing to you know punk, punks are drunk right uh, yeah so um, but you know it's, it's getting less and less now I, I'll just uh, have maybe a drink or two before my shows I, I, I don't, because the drunk does the, the, just. Blackout shows, they can go, like, they can be either really good, I've heard, or just fucking, like, falling off the stage bad, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, stumbling around like Don Vito.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> need
0: I, subtitles.
1: I actually just uh, rewatched watched some VAM episodes. Funny you mentioned Don Vito there.
0: <laughs> I don't know what made me think of it, but I've actually uh, met him in the past uh, when I was working for the radio station back in uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Um, there was an event where he came to, and we actually picked him up from the hotel room he was at early in the night, and you could understand what he was saying crystal clear. Cool. And as the night went on, you could you could, you could could use those subtitles <laughs> that you saw here in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Why, could he just keep getting Joker? <laughs> Oh, yeah, he just kept getting drunker and drunker. They were paying him, like, it was sponsored by, like, Bud Light or something like that, so they were paying him to drink uh, <laughs> drink Bud Lights all night. And uh, he definitely drank his money's worth, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but um, what do you want people to take away from your performance on stage? What do you want them to go home and remember about you?
1: Well, hopefully my name, first of all, because... Uh, Uh, Yeah, stand-up comedy a lot of people uh, you know just tell me oh yeah I saw this great comedian on on TV Um, like oh yeah what was their name oh I can't remember it's like that's like they they remember bad names you know they'll they'll remember all that but like I don't know for some reason with comedians it's like they they can't remember names so uh, (laughs) I mean obviously you know the greats they'll remember those names but yeah I just want people to well just Remember my name, and then
0: remember a joke that I did—a specific joke. Okay, yeah, it's kind of like a commercial too, you know, like when you're like, "Oh, I saw this really funny commercial where there was this monkey doing this one thing," and they're like, "What was it for?" And you're like, "Oh, no, I did I couldn't tell you. <laughs> so then that commercial's actually a failure. Right. Um, but it's like, yeah, I remember a dancing monkey. Uh, <laughs> I need to do the
1: rapper thing where I just keep dropping my name in my act. <laughs> Yo, I'm, There I'm you Kiki. go. There you go. <laughs> what?
0: What? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a rapper. I, oh, I, um, I actually
1: am working on a rap album right now, too. All
0: yeah, a- okay, right. Yeah. Okay,
1: plantation. Right um, I grow my own coke. That's the title track. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a, you ever, like, go to a fucking gas station and you're filling gas and then... You get some guy like, hey, man, uh, I got a mixtape. You, 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 you check, out the CD. check out the CD. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, cool. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going on a long drive. I'll listen to it. Like, all right, cool, cool. You got a donation? You got like $15, 20 donation? It's like, no, I'm a fucking artist too. I thought you were just giving it to me and, to, you know, you, they hand it to you without telling you it. Then once you take it and you show interest, then they're like, well, you got a donation, so I want to have a rap CD so that when that happens, I'll be like, oh, you know what? I got my own rap CD. How about we trade?
0: (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There you go. And you know who else does that? There's the, uh, I think there's the Buddhist people walking around uh, San Francisco and Berkeley and stuff like that with the, orangish reddish robes or whatever and one dude has one leg but they give you these like little medallions and then ask for a donation it's like uh no thanks man um but it's like here here's a buddhist book you'll you'll learn and be enlightened can i have yeah it kind of
1: goes against the whole no right buddha didn't ask for fucking money like that (laughs)
0: No, and this isn't Scientology <laughs> either, man. Scientology, you know you'll be paying for information on yeah. alien <laughs> souls trapped on, in the ozone or something like that. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know.
1: Well, well, with the rap thing, it makes sense that they're asking for money, you know? Because that's like, you know, that doesn't go against their whole culture. Like, you know, rappers get money, that's, no. so it kind of makes sense. But with Buddhists, it kind of goes against that whole culture for some reason, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, if they were asking for belly rubs or yeah. something like that, that makes make sense. <laughs> Here's this medallion. Will you rub for my belly?
1: Man.
0: Yeah, okay. I don't know how the hell we got talking about this, <laughs> but uh but yeah, Buddha belly rubs and rap CDs. Yeah. What, what what are some of your uh highlights from your stand up career?
1: Um I I would say the the highlight of my career was um the time I opened for Doug Stanhope at the San Jose Improv um cuz that was uh you know he's like not just one of my comedy heroes one of my life heroes and um got to work with him so that was that was definitely the highlight i guess whenever i show up to my waste to talk show that always feels real good but
0: great great and
1: oh no oh, go go ahead. Ahead. i'm sorry Didn't... But,
0: I was gonna say it was awesome that when you met Doug Stanhope, he seemed to be a cool guy because a lot of times that could go either way. Meeting your like heroes, you know, sometimes when you meet them, they let let you down. Sometimes they actually live up to your expectations. So, just one of
1: the most genuine dudes, and uh, I guess he, he let me come um, stay at his house for a few days Fourth uh, of July weekend. So, uh, as a I, how I did that come about? Arizona and. Um, Cause I, I was in Austin, Texas and then I had to get to LA um, like you know, a week from then and so, you know, I just I just sent him an email, hey Doug, yeah, I opened for you at the San Jose Improv uh, we we'll gonna be driving through Arizona um, probably gonna check out Bisbee uh, drinks on me, right because I, I was rich at the time I I got a big um, disability check that I was, I had like 11 grand in my bank account that I blew yeah, I blew through it in like oh, two and a wow. half months but it was like, I was just living like a rich person for <laughs> those two and a half months. So, you know, I was like, yeah, i fucking buy drinks, so, drinks with San Hope. And uh, he emails me back. He's like, guys, this is my address. You know, just uh, just come through here because, you know, he's got his own home bar. So why would he go to, to a bar? So, yeah. Um, yeah, I went over there and you know, it was fucking a great five day Because he, he was having a whole Fourth of July party and events and stuff like that. So up staying for like four or five days and uh, just, that, dude, fucking rules, man.
0: Right on, man. So I have one more question left for you before we uh, wrap up the show here. But before I ask that question, how can people get a hold of you and uh, where okay, can they so see Okay, so uh,
1: if you email me, KeithD33 at Gmail. Um, if you have Twitter, you can follow me uh, at RealKeithDirty. Uh, 30 key 30 on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, um, at RealKeith30. Or you could just straight up email me, KeithD33, at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, that way you can ask me for the comic books, if you want to get comic books in either print form or digital form, I can send that to you. Um, Yeah, uh, and the podcast is, if you go to my Twitter, at RealKeith30, You'll be able to find a link to my Bandcamp page which uh, has all the podcasts and stuff. So
0: Okay, cool. I'll, I'll have to check it out, because, uh, as you mentioned, you aren't on Stitcher yet, and I was searching for your show on Stitcher the other day, and I came across uh, something completely different. So, um, I'll definitely have to check your podcast out, and looking forward to hearing some yeah. road rage the, stories.
1: Uh, my favorite episodes <laughs> is the uh, the Laramie Pot Bust with Luke Lockfeld, and then the fucking Portland episode. Those are my two favorites.
0: All right. Perfect, man. Perfect. So I got the final question for you. And it's kind of the title question of the show. Keith D'Souza, how do you live uncontained?
1: All right. That's a great question. Um, how do I live uncontained? you know, I just, I have goals. I got a dream and um, I fucking believe in it. And my. Uh, have I, also, the, the, the other shit, you know, yeah, you could go get a fucking 40-hour-a-week job, you know, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, so you get money so that when you're old, you, you can not have to work. And it's like, I, I'd rather kill myself before I do that. I'm not, like, capable of, of living like that. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's definitely a skill, I think, that a lot of people have. But I, I just there's something... I just never yeah. had that where it's like that it doesn't seem like a feasible way to live my life. Uh, working that minute that long at some job I hate uh, just so what? I could fucking not have to work when I'm 60. I, I don't really work now and I'm fucking 30, I'm 30 you know, so <laughs> uh, I'd rather not work when I'm, I can enjoy my fucking life rather than not work when I'm fucking golden, about to die anyway.
0: I can actually relate to that quite well. I do have the regular nine to five as well, but I resist losing my soul through this podcast here. Yeah. It's kind of how I, you know, get yeah. some of my soul back.
1: Yeah. I feel You got to have something else. I, I, I guess there's a lot of people though. They're nine to five. Like that's what defines them. You know, that's what they love. Um, cause there's gotta, there's gotta be people out there who love that stuff, you know? Uh, i i just i i can't do that yeah it's it's soul crushing but yeah man that's why the more shit you do that's like outside of that i think it lives for a healthier life you know
0: perfect man i typically have my guests sign off the show keith will you do me the favor and sign off the show for me today
1: sure thanks for having me this is keith d and i live uncontained baby
0: And that does it for our show this week. Thanks again to Keith D'Souza, and thank you for listening. And please spread the word to the show. Continue doing what you're doing. The word of mouth helps a lot. When you hear about a show from a friend, you're more likely to listen to it. So please tell your friends if you don't like the show. Tell your enemies. Tell them you thought the show sucked, and then maybe out of spite they'll listen to it. You never know. Stranger things have happened. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for continuing to go to uncontainedpod.com. Click that Amazon banner at the top of the page to help keep this show with as few commercials as possible and free to you. So thank you for the support. And as always, until next time, live uncontained.